Hello and welcome. This is Reverend Mark Bishop, Interim Pastor here at St. Paul United Church of Christ in Wapakoneta, Ohio, where no matter who you are or where you are on life's journey, you are welcome here. We say this because we try to live God's extravagant welcome. You are always welcome to be a part of our family at St. Paul UCC here in Wapak. May God bless us abundantly as we worship together. In today's scripture, we are seeing the commandment to the Israelites to remember Sabbath. Remembering how God, after creating for six days, rested on the seventh. The word remember suggests that memory involves action. God calls the people of Israel to keep God's words on their hearts to teach them to their children, and to fix them as an emblem on their foreheads. We know that Sabbath is intentional time taken by individuals and faith communities to integrate the divine with humanity and creation. Our practice of Sabbath is informed by God resting on the seventh day after laboring for six days to create the world establishing a day of Sabbath. Scripture defines Sabbath in several ways. Our journey today will help us explore how Sabbath was given as commandment and blessing, and how Jesus expanded Sabbath to be more inclusive. As we explore what it means to keep Sabbath, we will experience that Sabbath becomes a way of being as well as a way of doing. Throughout the history of the church, the practice of Sabbath has run from narrow to broad. Certain traditions established restrictions concerning the Sabbath day, limiting everything from household tasks to social activities. Other traditions focus on the intent of the practice of worship, study, and rest. All these traditions highlight rest and recreation. Current understandings have broadened Sabbath to embrace the practices of justice and the devotion in and around the moments of our lives. These very interpretations provide the foundation for our practices of Sabbath today. Building on this biblical tradition, some faith communities dedicate a specific day of the week to rest, worship, and work for justice, peace, and the integrity of creation. 
Jesus reinforced the concept that the Sabbath was about God, but for God's people. Sabbath is a time of blessing, a time to rest from daily work and to restore energy and God-connectedness. Sabbath is not a time to worry about rules, but to work for God's reign, letting God take care of the rest. I'm going to read a gospel account from the Gospel of Matthew. A similar account can also be found in the books of Mark and Luke. Matthew 12, verses 1 through the first part of verse 15. At that time, Jesus went through the grain fields on the Sabbath. His disciples were hungry, and they began to pluck heads of grain and to eat. When the Pharisees saw it, they said to him, Look, your disciples are doing what is not lawful to do on the Sabbath. He said to them, Have you not read what David did when he and his companions were hungry? He entered the house of God and ate the bread of the presence, which it was not lawful for him or his companions to eat but only for the priests. Or have you not read in the law that on the Sabbath the priests in the temple break the Sabbath and yet are guiltless? I tell you, something greater than the temple is here. Let me repeat that. Jesus said, I tell you, something greater than the temple is here. But if you had known what this means, I desire mercy and not sacrifice, you would not have condemned the guiltless. For the Son of Man is Lord of the Sabbath. He left that place and entered their synagogue. A man was there with a withered hand, and they asked him, Is it lawful to cure on the Sabbath? So that they might accuse him. He said to them, Suppose one of you has only one sheep, and it falls into a pit on the Sabbath. Will you not lay hold of it and lift it out? How much more valuable is a human being than a sheep? So it is lawful to do good on the Sabbath. Then he said to the man, Stretch out your hand. He stretched it out and it was restored as sound as the other. But the Pharisees went out and conspired against him. To destroy him. When Jesus became aware of this, he departed. Now let me ask you, what happens next? Well, let me tell you, what happens next is Jesus went on a healing spree. Jesus models how to keep Sabbath both inwardly through prayer, solitude, silence, and meditation and outwardly through communal rituals and acts of justice, including that of the miraculous. Our inward movement, our own remembering of the Sabbath, toward a life centered in the Spirit, indicates the reign of God within us. Jesus embodies the depth of Sabbath-keeping experiences through outward actions to followers and to those he encounters who have specific Jesus reminds the Pharisees the law is given to free people from oppression, not to further the oppressed and already downtrodden people. 
The Corinthian church was challenged to rethink the way they lived out Sabbath together in community. And maybe we will have to do the same in our lives today. Rooted in the past, Sabbath beckons us towards the future. Sabbath is a way for us to remember that we are God's beloved children. Awareness of God's presence can guide us through all of life experiences. A sense of God's presence can guide our choices toward a future filled with the possibilities of Sabbath transformation. Though we have seen traditions, though we have seen tradition define Sabbath, and overall that's okay and blessed and wonderful thing. Today I invite us to consider how we may live Sabbath more freely. It's such a wonderful blessing to have Sunday as a specific day where we all come together. But what about those in the service industry or the entertainment and travel industry or the medical field or in safety services? Growing up as a family of grocers and a family of food service workers, our weekend was never Friday through Sunday. Our weekend was more likely Monday and Tuesday. We were of an industry that was working while most were celebrating. And then our rest and recreation came while others were returning to work. I share this to say that God never said which day we are to Sabbath. We are just to make sure that we Sabbath consistently as, the, as that time of Sabbath is important. So today I invite you to convene with God as to how Sabbath fits into your life and how God is calling you to go about making sure that you too remember the Sabbath. In Mark's account of this plucking grains on the Sabbath, Jesus is recorded as saying, the Sabbath was made for humankind, not humankind for the Sabbath. How might we, the church of the 21st century, be like Christ and recreate Sabbath to reflect more joy and less rigidity? How do you catch your breath and revive your spirit after completing work or, or a creative endeavor? What does the idea of God resting from six days of creation suggest to you? And how might you extend these ideas into Sabbath time for yourself? How might we shift from Sabbath doing to Sabbath this is especially helpful for us A-type lovers and overachievers who may be burning themselves out in doing good works. Now for us A-type lovers and overachievers, let me repeat that one more time. How might we shift from Sabbath doing to Sabbath being? For those of us A-type lovers and overachievers, who may be burning themselves out in doing good works. Today, let us recommit our lives, our missions, 
and in our schedules to God. May we no longer allow the business of our lives to remove us from the gift of Sabbath that God so intently wants us to remember. May we resolve to continue to keep Sabbath within our schedules on a consistent basis as our God wants to continually be in communion with us. May we glorify our God with our imaginations as we find new and unique ways to consider how we can recharge, refresh, and renew our spirits, minds, and bodies. Practicing Sabbath that will lead us to a fuller understanding of who we are as children So together now to kind of bring us into that feeling of peace. We've sung this song before. Uh, a song that was, was sung to me as a child uh, right before rest. So on the back of your bulletins you'll find the hymn Wonderful Peace. And we'll sing that together. Uh, the three, just the first three verses.
what helps us to focus on Sabbath. Together, let's now take time to individually, yet as a gathered family, come to a time where we may, for a brief moment, experience a time of focused Sabbath. I'm going to read some words on Sabbath. I'm going to give a small prayer. Then I'm going to be silent and allow each of us individually to finish our worship time in a Sabbath contemplation. Once my prayer is done, the music will continue to play. Let this time be your time to have a Sabbath walk with God. There's no time limit or time expectation. You are free to leave any time after my prayer. I just ask that for today we leave the sanctuary in silence as to not interrupt those who are still experiencing their focused Sabbath with God. So I encourage you now to take a moment of silence to listen to what it is God has to say to you today in this Sabbath time. I encourage you in this holy space to converse with God. How together you might better experience Sabbath on a weekly basis. So join me now. Close your eyes. Get comfortable in this space. Focus on your breath. Let your breath be an intentional, calming breath. As you focus on my words, distractions may arise. Just simply smile at those distractions and tell them not right now. If imagination helps you, picture in your mind your place. Your place where you best connect with the still speaking God. Allow yourself to acknowledge that we have come today expectantly. Expecting to hear God's voice. The Sabbath comes every seven days to remind us of the goodness of our life with God in all the seasons of our lives, including the ones that don't feel very good. Unlike other spiritual disciplines, the timing of Sabbath is set by God himself, not by our own inner spiritual clock that tells us the need of the hour. Sabbath comes at the end of a great week, and it comes at the end of a lousy one. When we finish all our to-do list, and when we're woefully behind in summer and in winter, when all is well and when our life is falling apart, to remind us it's okay that we are not okay. In those seasons of the dark night where our prayers are unanswered, our dreams over, and when we feel God's absence more than his presence, the Sabbath comes.
comes. And with it, a sense of peace, of trust in God, despite our circumstances, not because of them. Teaching us to delight and even be happy in all the seasons of our life. Or as Paul said, to rejoice in the Lord always. The Sabbath is an invitation to enter delight. The Sabbath, when experienced as God intended, is the best day of our lives. Without question or thought, it is the best day of the week. It is the day we anticipate before it arrives and the day we remember after it has come. Sabbath is the holy time where we feast, play, dance, sing, pray, laugh, tell stories, read, paint, walk, and watch creation in its fullness. Few people are willing to enter the Sabbath and sanctify it to make it holy because a full day of delight and joy is more than most people can bear in a lifetime, let alone a week. Days pass and the years vanish and we walk sightlessly among miracles. God who fills our eyes with seeing and our minds with knowing let there be moments when your presence, like lightning, illumines the darkness in which we walk. Help us to see wherever we gaze that the bush burns unconsumed. And we, clay touched by God, will reach out for holiness and exclaim in wonder, how filled with all is this place, and we did not know it. There remains, then, a Sabbath rest for the people of God. For anyone who enters God's rest also rests from their works, just as God did from His. Let us, therefore, make every effort to enter that rest. My beautiful children, know that I am your loving God who walks and talks with you daily. Have peace. Take time for Sabbath that we might converse together. I have put my spirit inside you and have given you the spirit so that we may walk and talk daily. I delight in conversation with you. O holy and creative spirit, thank you for giving us a day of rest. Be with us in our time together and in our personal Sabbath time. And bless our Sabbath time. Help us truly to worship you and count our blessings. Restore your creativity and restfulness within us.
then bless the world through our humble actions and attitudes so that we may bring glory to you. Creator God, you bless us with joy and with rest. Keep us carefree and unhurried during this, this coming week. Help us become aware of your abundance and creativity in our play and in our work. And remind us that you are God and that your love fills and enables us to live in confidence and peace. We praise you and want to do your work without worry. Touch and refresh our minds, bodies, and spirits as we go our way today. We pray that you have found blessing and enrichment in joining us for worship today, as we are truly blessed to have you worship with us. Peace and blessings to you, and thank you for joining us today. If you would like to support the ministries of St. Paul United Church of Christ here in Wapakoneta, you can do so in three ways. First, you can mail in your gifts to St. Paul at P.O. Box 147, Wapakoneta, Ohio, 45895. Secondly, you can send your gifts online from our website, stpaulucc.com. Lastly, you can text the amount you would like to give by texting us at 844-971-1800. Come join us again at St. Paul United Church of Christ here in Wapakoneta, where no matter who you are or where you are on life's journey, you are welcome here.